Hello and welcome back to the Practicing Human Podcast, the podcast where every day we are getting just a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and if you've been following the last few days, you know that the audio has not changed. Yes, I am still waiting for my new microphone that will give much better audio quality, which means I am using my substitute microphone, which is a headset, and oh, I am a stickler for good audio, so this is very frustrating, but bear with me, it's coming soon. In today's episode, we are going to talk about what it means to show up for yourself, specifically three steps to do that. More to come in a bit. First, let's start by settling in with the sound of the bells. Here we go. Okay, so in the Practicing Human Facebook group yesterday, uh, someone asked, what does it mean to show up for yourself? How do we actually do that? Because I've been using that term quite a bit in different podcast episodes, referencing it kind of casually, but what does this actually mean? And it is a good question. I think it means different things to different people, but to make it easier for all of you, I'm going to give you my three steps to what it means to show up for yourself. So the first, very simply, is just simply being present. Stepping off of automatic pilot, stopping, tuning in. And the stopping doesn't have to be like a physical stopping. But just outside of the chaos of your mind, stepping off the treadmill of getting someplace else, running from yourself, and actually just being present with your experience, your internal experience, what's happening in your mind, what's happening in your body. We've talked a lot about that on this podcast. If you want more details about it, go back to episode three on mindfulness. So the first thing, be present. Next, listen. Hmm, what does this mean? Are we talking about listening with the ears? No, this is a different kind of listening. It's somewhat imbued in presence, but uh, the way I'm using it here there's a little bit more of an agenda. You're you're tuning in to hear something, to understand. Like, what's going on for me? Is there something I need? What is my mind saying? What's my body saying? What is the, the narrative of the moment? What's my attitude of this moment? Are there any deeper needs that I'm not attending to? You know, when we're caught up in our thoughts, the future, the past, what we're working toward, the story of our lives, there's like a certain kind of listening we're doing or a certain kind of, I don't know, reacting to whatever the mental activity of the moment is. And we mostly live on that level. When we drop in a layer deeper, which starts with presence, and then we tune in and we listen, like who actually is this person that I'm I'm with 24-7 that I call me? What do I actually need? What's actually going on? So just listening with with that quality of attunement. And you could do this anywhere. You could do this while you're driving. You could do this when you first wake up. You could do this while you're lying down before bed. You could sit down right now and do this and just listen. What does the soft animal of your body communicate? 
what does it have to say? What is the voice of you beyond the usual chatter in your head that you're used to? So just listening. And then, doesn't stop there. I think we need something else, and that is trust. So what does trust mean? Well, trust can be difficult, because what can we trust? Can we trust the voice in our minds? I don't know. I think all of us have had experiences where sometimes that voice can be wrong, or it leads us down a path that we might regret, or we say something we shouldn't say. So like, what, what do we trust? Can we trust an emotion? Uh, well, sometimes the emotions are based on past experiences, might be related to trauma, might be related to fears that aren't totally ra uh, rational. So it gets kind of messy when it comes to, like, can we trust our own experience? And everyone says that these days. Just trust yourself. Trust yourself. And I, I tend to push back a bit because it just feels a little bit more uh, nuanced and messy than that. Um, I don't believe that whatever voice comes up in us or intuition comes up, that that is the answer or the absolute truth or just trust your heart is going to take you to the end point that you're looking for. But I do believe it's the best compass we have or the one that we have to develop the best relationship to. Because there's going to be a lot of voices coming in our lives of what people have to say about who we are, what we should be doing, what we should be thinking, how we should be behaving, what our worth is. And, you know, we want to listen to some of it to get input uh, and kind of take that in, integrate it, digest it, and make sense of it. But I think much of the time, we base so much of our identity and our worth and our decisions on others, external forces. And we lose an inner trust around like our own intuition what's arising for us right now that uh, might have some truth to it which might simply be like I'm exhausted right now you might stop tune in be present and listen and the body's like screaming for a nap like I need a break now is that something that we just override and say no you're weak or can we trust that that maybe there's some wisdom there or we're in a conversation with our partner and anger arises Instead of immediately writing that off and trying to be nice or mindful, can we trust that maybe there's some wisdom to that anger? Maybe it's pointing to something deeper. Or when we're contemplating what to do with our life and we feel a jolt of energy around, I don't know, a new direction, can we trust that maybe there's something to that? Right? We can't react to every single impulse that arises. If, if I did, <laughs> I'd be all over the place because I have all these different impulses that come up. But uh, a lot of times they're pointing to something important or they're always pointing to something worth tuning into. And over time, we can aggregate that and, and start to get a sense of who we are and what we need and what our direction might be. So Showing up doesn't necessarily mean that we have all of the answers, but it's a relationship that we're developing with ourselves that, in so many words, is suggesting that we're worth tuning into, we're worth listening to, we have a voice that's important, and we're worth showing up for. 
So, as I said in the beginning, showing up is going to mean different things to different people. And you might have your own interpretation of what showing up means to you. Maybe it just means like, giving yourself what you most need or practicing self-care. For me, I've broken it down into these three steps. It's my working definition of showing up. It might evolve over time, but I think it's a good starting point. Be present, listen, and then trust what arises in that listening as having some wisdom and not something immediately worth uh, writing off or dismissing. If you could develop those three, you can develop a, um, a powerful relationship to yourself. So try that out today. Present, listen, trust. I'll talk to you tomorrow, hopefully crossing my fingers with a better microphone. And until then, I hope you take care.